This is the Old Republic Podcast. Spoiler warning for the Knights of the Old Republic series, Star Wars, The Old Republic, and all other media. This is where the fun begins. All right, everyone. Today, we are going to be doing something a little bit different. We have kind of a two-part episode. In the first part of it, uh, we're going to uh, take a look at Knights of the Old Republic in a way that Cassie and I have not been looking at it for quite a while now. And the way that that is, is that we're going to have Keanu Reeves play Revan. It's what everyone wants, uh, and we're coming around on it. And we're going to go through some reasons why Keanu Reeves would be a good Revan. Now, Cassia... You have been all aboard the Matrix hype bandwagon. Uh, you've been through the films now. How are you finding them? Oh, I really enjoyed watching the Matrix trilogy. I suppose I was trapped in a Matrix of my own, and I just haven't seen it until this year. So I watched okay. them, and I found them to be so inspirational to culture and like so many of the moments I was like oh that's that's where that came from that's what that show was referencing <laughs> right uh, yeah you know and because I'm a nerd and kind of a specific kind of nerd I'm like oh this is like the most Campbellian trilogy uh, most mythological trilogy I think I've ever seen in like the world building just like it mm-hmm. is so interesting even just like down to like the myths about werewolves and everything and I just thought it was a good philosophical action trilogy that uh, it's kind of like a modern take on the Plato's allegory of the cave. And I Mm -hmm. loved it. And I was like, I should have watched this, you know, so many years ago. But that's like a recurring theme of my life, I've kind of realized. (laughs) So, yeah. That's right. Yeah. Make sure you are following Cassio on Letterboxd. You can keep up with her adventures and trying to catch up on all of the movies. But yeah, I, Keanu Reeves and in, in The Matrix is excellent. And, uh, you know, every time we talk about Revan, we've t- been talking about our hypothetical film that we're, you know, kind of, you know, playing out over the podcast here. Uh, we always get a lot of feedback from everyone that when they picture Revan in their heads, it is Keanu Reeves. So we wanted to go through some reasons why Keanu would be a good reason. And Cassia, do you want to go first? Uh, do you have Do you have a good reason for everyone out there? Okay, uh, so this isn't in order. Um, but yeah, this is all of these are equal. All of these are the number one reason why they're all equal. Them. It's the round table. This is the Camelot <laughs> of lists, you know. But do you want me to <laughs> start right. from ten or one? Let's uh, Let's start. I, I guess we'll call this We'll call this number ten. Whoa. the 10th the reason why Keanu Reeves should be Revan. Okay, so my 10th reason is he looks the part, he kind of looks like the canonical mullet guy from mm-hmm. Svotor that was canonized. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, he definitely has that look, um, you know, especially more recently, I guess now, um, when he started growing out the mullet, you know, there in the, uh, in the 2010s, he definitely uh, kind of fits that bill for that, mullet uh, KOTOR Revan. Um, and that's the first player that pops up when you get to the create a 
player screen. That's who is there. So yeah, I guess kind of by default, that's how uh, Revan came into being in canon. So yeah, that's a, that's a good point. So you want to have someone that looks the part, and he definitely does that. Yeah. Uh, did you want me to keep going, or were you going to do your ten? No, let's. Um, we'll just we'll just keep going here. So I'm going to throw mine in the ring, and we'll just kind of go back and forth. So uh, he looks the part. Uh, my next you know, plug for Keanu Reeves here is that he is a good actor. So he's been in the matrix, which we just talked about. Uh, he's been in, um, like a hundred John wick films. Now, uh, he's in, uh, one of my favorite Keanu Reeves movies is the devil's advocate with Al Pacino and Charlie's their own. That one's really good. Uh, watch that. If you've not watched that, um, it's a little bit, you know, more acting from him too. It's not kind of this, uh, actiony role. Uh, he was in speed, of course, Bill and Ted. Um, so yeah, he's played a lot of different kinds of parts, you know, uh, comedies, action stuff, romance. Uh, so lots of things. So I think he could, you know, really nail a character, uh, you know, with all that going on, lost memory, like Revan. Yeah, and uh, I guess, like, kind of jumping a bit in my list, um, he kind of, like, has the, especially in The Matrix, like, the acting style, like, he can kind of tap into the archetype, you know? Like, mm -hmm. a lot of things can be projected onto him. Sure, uh, yeah. Which, which is good for, like, the type of movies he is great in you know and um mm -hmm. i think that could work for star wars for a lot of people as well exactly yeah because that that role as neo especially in the first one is very revan-esque where he you know doesn't know who he is and what's going on and it's you know that journey of him uh discovering his you know true self in this uh kind of new world so yeah definitely yeah then the next on my list is he is the king of action take that Tom Cruise, you know, like, I feel like he would yeah. be, he, he's really good at what he does. Like he's an experienced stunt person and, uh, mm -hmm. just really convincingly can fight and do everything. And like, he's really close with the, with his stunt team. He's, he's good at what he does. He's safe at what he does. And just like, he's great at it. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. He definitely has the physicality to, uh, play a good Revan. Um, and you know, he's, yeah, like you said, the, the king of action, um, especially starting with like the, the matrix and then going into like Constantine and then obviously, uh, John wick, which is, you know, what, you know, a lot of people know him, him from now and, you know, especially younger people that didn't grow up with, uh, the matrix, uh, like I did. So yeah, definitely a good, uh, action oriented star. Um, and, and I'll kind of add to that one to your point there. Um, and he must have a really good work ethic and be easy to work with and do a lot of things and, uh, be good on set because he has like 107 acting credits. So, uh, yeah, I think, you know, he fits the bill there for sure. Yeah. I guess that kind of goes into some reasons I have on my list. Um, so two of them, the first is he's Canadian and everything mm -hmm. positive that can entail, you know, he brings the, yeah. the positive attributes of what Canada is, I think, and mm -hmm. all that, you know, um, and then he's a good guy. People love working with him. He has a good work ethic. He's nice. 
something like Star Wars, there's a lot of pressure on the cast, but he's he's older, you know, he's done these big, huge uh, profile films. So I think that that's important to have someone. Uh, think of like Alec Guinness in the first Star Wars, right? They needed someone with some experience um, and some composure to help, you know, these uh, younger, unknown actors kind of get through this thing, you know, and keep their sanity. So yeah, I think you need someone like Keanu Reeves if you're going to be taking on a project with the scope of Knights of the Old Republic. Yeah. Another reason I had is fans would be expecting it. Mm -hmm. So why not kind of give them something fans would, you know, want slash expect. And I think like it could maybe get like certain segments of fans to like kind of chill out a bit, like, Mm -hmm. you know, yeah, certain creatives. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, it's almost like if it's not him, then there's going to be instant backlash. It doesn't matter, you know, who's playing it um, uh, for sure. But yeah, I had I had this point on my list too. And anytime you ever hear about anyone fan casting Revan, it's almost always Keanu Reeves, right? I never heard anyone else until you and I started talking about it a little bit, and we kind of had our had our own ideas, and we'd get you know a couple here and there of some some different actors doing it. But yeah, it's always been. Keanu Reeves. And I was thinking about when I was writing up my list, when did that really start? So the game came out in 2003, which was uh, about the time like Matrix uh, uh, Reloaded or yeah, uh, which and Batman one came Begins out. were coming out. Like it seemed like everyone and their dog at the time was kind of like being like Christian Bale, you know? Right. Um, yeah. Yeah. So I don't, I don't think that the Matrix stuff was really what got Keanu Reeves on the radar for Revan. What I think, this is my this is my own theory right here. Um, it really didn't start to pick up steam until uh, late, late 2012. Uh, Lucasfilm gets bought by Disney. They start making movies again. And then John Wick comes out in 2014. So it's like right then, we know they're going to be making more movies. Knights of the Old Republic makes sense. Uh, Keanu Reeves and John Wick looks like that, you know, that mullet man, uh, you know, kind of figure there. I think that that's really when it started to pick up steam. Uh, cause that seems like when I'd started hearing more and more about people wanting Keanu to play our unnamed protagonist. Yeah. I mean, uh, I think that's what really kind of solidified the Keanu Reeves, like fan casting is the kind of canonized mullet guy. Like that's literally his name. No, I'm just kidding. It's not his name, but, um, <laughs> Uh, it, that would be funny if they like use like an anagram of mullet guy as his underground per- persona you know <laughs> that's but, that's right yeah yeah that's like right. it, it just you know like keanu reeves looks like uh the guy the one if you will you know like who mm-hmm. is you know revan and swotor and i think it was kind of like john wick was coming out and people were like oh keanu reeves like he's really good, you know, and kind of taking more notice of him. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Um, and he is pretty good. And we mentioned that he's a good actor and he's done a bunch of things. Um, but one thing you'll never really, uh, get from Keanu Reeves, um, in any of his films, uh, he's, he's pretty quiet in most of these roles. He doesn't say a lot. He doesn't have any like big, like sweeping monologues, really. Everything he says is very thoughtful, very to the point. And that's what you need for Revan, not a big talker, uh, Revan in our film. Whoa. <laughs> that's that's right. Yeah, absolutely. You'll get a woe uh, during the reveal. Uh, maybe some woes to, to Bastila or some woes to Karth when he's flying the uh, Ebon Hawk. But yeah, not not a big 
you know, not a big talker. He's he's just going to absorb everyone's stories around him, and and that's important when you have a film with the cast of a Knights of the Old Republic. Whoa, Karth, do you want to talk about it? I'm like, okay, that's that's the one time I think in the like a hundred plus episodes I've like. That was amazing. A committed joke in a in another voice. It's probably you know, not good, but you know that like, that was that was incredible. That I was incredible. For it, so yes, every everyone get on the Instagram and uh, give Cassia a compliment for for that. Yeah, he definitely needs to say whoa for sure. Yeah, and then this I'm, I'm gonna blush, but um, my next reason is he is objectively okay looking. Uh, translation. I think he is attractive, but I'm okay, trying okay. not to objectify him. Okay, yeah. Uh, we're, we don't want to objectify people. That's true. But he is a handsome gentleman. That is that is a fact. He is 57 now. If they started filming today, Knights of the Old Republic would come out in two to three years, so he would be pushing 60, but he looks great for his age, for sure. Um, now, a fun little... Uh, Fun little fact I found when I was looking this up, and this this would be really good uh, for our age difference. So in 2019, Keanu Reeves was nominated by the Alliance of Women Film Journalists for an award. Uh, do you know what award that was, Cassia? Um, I don't know, but is it like he's attractive or something? So 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 the, so the award is the most egregious age difference between a leading man and the love interest. Uh, so the, this film was Siberia. Uh, and he was 21 years older than his love interest, uh, oh. who was played by Anna Uluru. So, uh, so in the in the game, there's there's a big age gap. Uh, it, you know, we've tried to minimize that in our story that we're telling. But if you want to go straight off the game, there's a big age gap there. Yeah. So I wonder. Uh, we we could see like what kind of uh, fan casts or shortlist there is out there for Bastilishan, but. I think I've kind of mentioned this a few times, but I'm not saying do this like no one think that I'm agreeing with this, but I have seen one uh, fan casting for KOTOR where Keanu Reeves plays, you know, uh, Revan, male Revan, and then there mm -hmm, is mm -hmm. Bastila Shan played by the one and only Haley Steinfeld. And I'm like, um, please never <laughs> let that happen. That would be too much. So. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I feel like Keanu Reeves is like in recent films I've seen him like he, he brought back Carrie on Moss to, to star with him, you know, in uh, mm -hmm. Matrix Resurrections and sure, yeah. even the title Matrix Resurrections, it's plural. It's not just him being reborn. It's like I kind of took it as like Trinity is being reborn as well as like, you know, the world of the Matrix, you know, like. Mm -hmm. And that's one thing I noticed, uh, like in the Matrix trilogy, is just like how romantic it was. And like Trinity, like maybe there's like a few things that would change, like in the trilogy, but like she's not just there to be like, wow, you're so hot, you know? Like, right, uh, yeah. She's there because she's uh, the other half of, I would say, the protagonist, you know? Like, mm -hmm. sure, yeah. They're they're part of the story together, and uh, I don't know. Like, it seems like some actors can't date, you know, people over twenty five, even though you're no like they're way older than twenty five. But like, right, the vibe I get is like Keanu like 
kind of post-Siberia, you know, like seems to be, you know, kind of co-starring with like kind of like people more his age, which uh, I mean, like I'm going to see Top Gun Maverick, but uh, mm-hmm. they they kind of didn't even include like uh, who who plays the female lead in Top Gun? Uh Kelly McGillis, I think, is her name. Yeah, and she's she's not coming back, you know. And uh, I don't know. I think it's a little. I don't know. Like, uh, I don't know. I think they should have brought her back at least in some capacity, or like acknowledge her, you know. Like, so I think that yeah, like, he's doing you know like more than I think a lot of Hollywood uh, men and actors can do, and directors. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, yeah, def- definitely. And uh, kind of going back to what you said uh, with him and Trinity, like, like he was very good at playing that part as, you know, like one half of, of this uh, kind of love interest, uh, you know, tale, uh, almost almost like a, a dyad in the Matrix, if you will. So, oh, I mean, like I OK, like if they wanted to just do like we're going <laughs> to do the Matrix, but do it KOTOR, like I'm like, yeah, Carrie Ann Moss she's objectively okay looking too, you know, like I would be like, okay, a hundred percent on board for like both of them, you know? And I'd be like, this is awesome, you know, like, but, but yeah, like if they did that, that'd be cool. And a dyad in the matrix, I feel like (laughs) if, if it's not there already, I feel like there's going to be a Raylo fanfic with that same name, you know, in the coming oh, yeah. soon. Cause they're going to, people are going to see matrix resurrections and be like, Oh, I'm inspired. It kind of reminds me of, you know, my other dyad, you know, in the force and like they could do it, you know, like kind of, it would be cool. And maybe I would like, someone would show it to me and be like, yeah, I'm going to read it. Just don't tell anyone. So yeah, exactly. Exactly. Right. Yeah. So do you have, do you have any more, any more points for Keanu Reeves as Revan? Yeah, so I have three more. Um, three more, okay. Yeah, because I had ten, you know. But um, that, yeah, that's true. We've really been numbering these, like, which is gonna be easy for us, like later on YouTube. Like, <laughs> that, that's we're right, not yeah, professionals so. at all in any capacity, like, because like, people like lists, you know. <laughs> I'm just gonna put the number ten in front of all of them until we get to the last one. It's so. ten. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. So for seven. This is character development for me. And okay. I'm going to say it without, you know, kind of having a reaction or vomiting, you know, but, um, <laughs> okay. A hallway scene, you know, like, what if, if there has to be a hallway scene, you have Keanu Reeves do it and he makes it the most amazing thing ever? And what yep. if it's also kind of a character thing and something we haven't seen before? Like, He's the guy to bring it all to the table and give everything he can, you know? So if yeah, it has right. to be there, at least it's him. Yeah, at least it's him. Um, now, I have not seen all of the John Wick films, but the John Wick films are basically just like two hour long hallway scenes. So, uh, yeah, if you need to have a hallway scene, Keanu Reeves is your guy for sure. Yeah. Okay. Let me just, I haven't been able to watch John Wick yet, but it's okay. On my, okay. It's on my list, but, um, I heard that in John Wick 2, they have a shootout, like, in a Casa, like, not Casanova, but, like, I think it's, like, Antonio Canova artwork, you know? And, like, I think there's, like, fancy, like, 
music playing like Mozart or something, or maybe it's even like uh, the Four Seasons recomposed. And I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, wow, this is like, I might be distracted from like the action because I might be looking at the artwork and listening to the music. But if, if I am remembering correctly, I'm so excited for that and I can't wait to watch it. So I'm just trying to go full on board Keanu Reeves and see all the things I can before Matrix Resurrections. So yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, just just load up on the Keanu Reeves goodness, and that way you'll be ready for the mm-hmm. Matrix when that hits us uh, here next week. So yeah. uh, um, let's see. So one of one of the points I had, um, I don't know if this is actually that good of a point or not, but last year. Keanu Reeves played a character in the Cyberpunk 2077 game, so he's familiar with the world of video games. Now, Revan is ripped straight from a video game, so I think that that's pretty cool. Uh, He could play a character in a video game and then a character based on a character from a video game, so that's kind of neat. Yeah. It would be interesting to see, like, uh, who, like, I'm speculating here, but, like, if they have a male and female option, uh, for Revan in the KOTOR remake, like, who would voice mm-hmm. them. And I think in the original, like, female Revan was actually voiced by Jennifer Hale because she voices everything, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and she's great at it, you know? But um, what if they have Keanu Reeves act, you know, voice act oh. for, for Revan? You know? Okay. And then later it's canonized, you know? Like, because he has video game experience. Like, and... There is the Matrix, you know, like, I think it's like the Unreal Matrix or something. What's that mm-hmm. called? Marcus is going to kill me, but I, I don't know that off the top of my head. It's the uh, the Reanimatrix, I think it's called. Yeah. So there's a really topical, you know, Matrix tie-in coming in. It's just the Animatrix. So that was pretty close. Okay. Yeah. So close, you know, and like, he's <laughs> part of that. He He's a digitized creation. And yeah. Uh, so he's not ad- ad- adverse, you know, to like being a digital construct, voice acting, all of that. Like maybe he just like, that would be cool. Like rather than having one person do the voice and one person do the body, it's all one person, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. And he, and he did a voice in Toy Story 4. So yeah, familiar with some voice Oh yeah. There. He's the like motorcycle Dude. Yeah, Duke Kaboom, I think is his name. Duke Kaboom. So, <laughs> uh, and yeah, it, it, it was funny because I think even his like owner was Canadian. So it was really funny. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah. That's one thing I remember from Toy Story 4. Uh, yeah, yeah, there we go. Yeah. Um, and then nine is people would flock to see him, like non-stores fans included, like, he has mm-hmm. a pretty prolific uh, career. We have Point Break. We have Bill and Ted. We have The Matrix. We have John Wick. Like, people are familiar with him. And, like, if some person is like, hey, Keanu Reeves, like, or not Keanu Reeves, like, Darth Revan is on this, like, you know, show, like, with this title, are you going to watch it? It's like, oh, no, I'm not into Star Wars. And it's like, but it's Keanu Reeves. And then maybe someone would be like, shut the front door we're watching it right now because i love <laughs> my man keanu reeves like that could right happen, yeah you know so yeah it would be it would be almost 
similar to how it was with Adam Driver, right? So, you know, even people that weren't familiar with Star Wars or big fans of Star Wars knew him from Girls and some other stuff. So, uh, yeah, maybe kind of the same kind of crossover appeal for our man Keanu Reeves here. Yeah. And my last one, okay. number 10 or one, I forget how we're doing number this. Number 10 one. or one. I have, I have one, I have one more too, but mine's kind of funny. So. Oh. Yeah, so let me, let me give you mine. Um, uh, this this is a really good one, and this is the best one I could possibly come up with. Um, so you just you just mentioned so Keanu Reeves was in a film in 1991 called Point Break, and the name of his character in that film uh, that film is crazy insane too. So uh, go watch that; it's a fun time for a 1991 movie. Um, but his character in that his name is Johnny Utah, uh, which is a cool name Johnny Utah. It's pretty similar to Duncan Idaho from Dune, right? You have Johnny yeah. Utah, you have Duncan Idaho, and as we've found out from people commenting on our Dune episode, Dune is basically Star Wars. So, uh, I think that's the the best case for Keanu Reeves. Yeah, or Star Wars is basically Dune, you know, like yeah. both sides of the arguments, you know, but yeah, right. like yeah. Yeah, it's it's a good name. We we love Keanu and all of his characters. So many of them are named John. You know, um, <laughs> a lot of Johns. Yes, that's right. Yeah, I need to watch him in Dracula because I hear he's really good at doing an accent. But um, okay, so get this. This is my number ten or one because I forgot how we're how we're doing this list. But um, that's right, that's right. Keanu Reeves looks like an older Revan post Kotor two, mm-hmm. which okay. could leave room for a younger Revan. You know, like for the Mandalorian Wars series or a KOTOR adaptation or a different interpretation, you know, a different story, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So who do you think could pass as a, as a young uh, Keanu Reeves? I'm contractually obligated to say Ben Barnes is (laughs) the young Revan for us. Uh, But I think definitely if you, if you put, Ben Barnes and Keanu Reeves side by side, you could definitely be like, oh, that's definitely, you know, Keanu Reeves's like younger brother or nephew or something like that. So, so yeah, yeah I think, I think that would, I think that's a good pick actually. If you're, if you're playing it as a, an older Revan and a younger Revan. Yeah. Have they been in any films together? Not that I know of. I don't, I don't believe so. Okay. So uh, this would be the, the first then if, if they ever wanted to do that and you're not, contractually obligated to say Ben <laughs> Barnes. Like, that's, I mean, that's true, that's true. I did leave off part of the question. is like, who would you have play a younger Revan and why is it Ben Barnes? You know, it's <laughs> kind of like the question, you know. Like, yeah, that's right. See? Yeah. Yeah, I was just, I was just, uh, you know, just negate. You don't even need to, even need to ask. I already know. Uh, I already know the answer. And yeah, it's Ben Barnes. Like, <laughs> we have like a Kraya exile uh, mind link, you know, minus like one of us betraying the other, I think, you know, that's right. So. That's right. Yeah. yeah, that's right. I have, I have gained favor with my pick of Ben Barnes. Yeah. Influence gained. Yeah. Uh, that's right. it, it's always fun when like, when you have like a conversation with Kraya, because you can like, some people are like influence gained, Kraya, influence lost, Kraya, Dark side points gained, light side points gained, and it's like, wow, that was just one conversation we had. Exactly, and you end up exactly where you were at the beginning of the conversation. Yeah. But Kraya is a conversation for a different day, because 
Uh, today, it was all about Keanu Reeves because we are in a Keanu Reeves state of mind. Um, as of recording, the the last and final of the Matrix films uh, comes out in eight days. Uh, so very excited about that. Um, keep an eye if you are a member of our Patreon. Uh, we'll probably be doing some sort of Matrix like hype thing or review or kind of kind of like matrix show because we're very excited about it so keep an eye on that if you're not a member of that and you want to check it out you can go check it out it is www.patreon.com slash old republic podcast um, and see what we have going on over there because we have a lot of fun and do some watch alongs and stuff like that so definitely go check that out yeah and we kind of just wanted to commemorate you know Matrix Resurrections coming out and kind of give give the fans, you know, what they wanted and like it was a good experience for me to like kind of have some character development and be open, you know, to to right, strange yeah. ideas, you know, like I'm kidding, it's not strange. It's like <laughs> I'm going against, like I've been going against the current of like public opinion, you know, and uh it was just like Maybe it's good to like kind of, you know, mm-hmm. not just tolerate something, but to celebrate it, you know, and just kind of be like, okay, I can be not just okay with this, but I can be like really okay with it, you know? So, yeah, that, that's right. Yeah. I, even if he's uh, not your first pick, or even if your first pick is not the one that's picked, uh, take a step back and look at it because, you know, you might be surprised at what you can see. And yeah. we should learn things from, you know, watching the downfall of the Jedi is that you shouldn't be so dogmatic. You should be open to new ideas and uh, uh, new things out there. So, uh, yeah. yeah, give give things a try. That's what we're doing. Uh, bring on Keanu Reeves. You know, we don't care who Revan is. We just want Revan. And yeah. uh, that'll make the world a better place. Yeah. And uh, love me some Keanu Reeves, you know. Guess I get, you know, what, what the hype is about after finally seeing The Matrix. But, uh yeah, like I can't get on board. It only it only took you twenty two years, but welcome to the Matrix Club. Yeah, yeah, thank you. All right, well, why don't we take a quick break and then we're going to come back and talk about, uh, you know, we talked about Keanu Reeves being Revan. Why don't we talk about the Revan that's uh, coming up? So let's take a quick break and we'll be right back to chat about that. <laughs> So, uh, I don't know if you've heard, but there was a trailer uh, that came out for Star Wars Eclipse, a very cinematic game that would take place during the High Republic, and it looked amazing, Mm -hmm. and I was very excited, but uh, our good friend Ironic Designs, aka Nick, he kind of pointed out um, some troubling news about uh quantic dreams games and some of the uh creatives behind that game um Mm -hmm. so like while i'm i'm looking forward to the game i do have some concerns and i would like to see them addressed because i mean i like i like fiction and uh i like new games new content to to look at and talk about but um Mm -hmm. like 
I, I care about the real world and like be treating people kindly. So I'm just going to quote uh, my friend Nick, uh, who wrote this, and his words are always perfect and inspirational. And uh, I'll just I'll just read them now. Harassment and bigotry of any kind is unacceptable in general, let alone in a place of business. What David Cage has said about women and the queer community is dehumanizing. That being said, yes, the trailer looks impressive. It inspired me to make some artwork as Star Wars has always inspired me. I am sure many people who worked on this game are not bigots like David Cage. However, a lot of concern and blame to go around, such as Cage and his peers who perpetuate harmful rhetoric is primary. Secondarily are those at Quantic or any company in general who promote belittling of marginalized people and staying silent is condoning that harmful rhetoric, which now that it's out in the open, Lucasfilm should act in some way at the very least condemning Cage's rhetoric, if not threaten to end their contract of Eclipse with Quantic unless he and others like him step down from Quantic. As a gay man and Star Wars fan, even just as a person, I am angered that someone like uh, David Cage would go out of their way to abuse their influence, to spread hate and ignorance. I'm hopeful Lucasfilm takes some action, but whether they do or not, I'm not going to let one man or one company bully me out of loving Star Wars. The High Republic in general has been an inspiration of celebrating Star Wars diversity and inclusiveness. That means something to me and a lot of people, and I hope even... With this misstep of Lucasfilm working with someone like David Cage that they take even bigger strides forward in the right direction. It's important to have these conversations. People need to be reminded what is unacceptable behavior. Freedom of speech is not without consequence or accountability. Whether you choose to buy the game or not, keep the conversation going for the pursuit of a more compassionate community. We are all the Republic. And, uh, yeah, I, I always find Nick's words to be inspiring, introspective, mm -hmm. and intelligent. And they have so much, like, thought and compassion behind them. And just, like, knowing uh, Nick has helped me uh, become a, a better person. And I, I always appreciate his friendship and his, his contributions and... Uh, yeah. Yeah, no, that's really well said. Because yeah, we we saw the trailer, you know, a lot like everyone else. Um, and it looked it looked great, and we were very excited about it. And then the next day, you know, you start reading about the the company and uh, you know, the person in charge of that company, uh, what they've said in the past and the behavior, and and yeah, you have to take a step back and and think about you know what's important. I would really like to have Disney and Quantic Dreams come out and you know, at least address this in some sort of way. Um, I don't know if if that will happen, but I, I would like to see it happen. Um, but yeah, uh, very well said. So you have to, yeah, take a step back and think about, you know, that what you say and the way you behave and act in the world is a, a reflection on you and what you want to put out there. So yeah, very well yeah. said, Nick. I mean, one of the... One of our videos we posted when the KOTOR remake was announced, like, we had some some person, like, kind of 
uh, kind of just comment and be like, oh, you support this creator, you know, Sam Maggs, who's working on the new KOTOR remake, and uh, mm-hmm. you support her, and that's disgusting. And it's like, we didn't even mention her. We didn't even, like... Right, yeah. We didn't even mention her in our video, but, like, I think they kind of, like, realize, like, oh, we're about positivity and inclusiveness and, like, the original story of KOTOR, you know? Um mm-hmm. And maybe I I think we should have said something sooner, but we were trying to find the right time and, and the right way to say it. But maybe we waited too long, and, and like, and that's on me. So uh, I'm sorry. And but what I was going to say is she hasn't done anything wrong, and she doesn't deserve that, and no one deserves it. Uh, like no one deserves to be canceled or harassed online or in person. And uh, people are allowed to have opinions about things and about Star Wars. And Mm -hmm. there are professionals working on these games and TV shows and movies. They're not just going to make something to make fans annoyed. They're going to tell the best story they can and they care about the story and the characters. And... um, no one deserves that and Sam Maggs has worked on some incredible games and with some incredible studios and yeah I probably we probably should have said something sooner and uh I I'm sorry so uh I didn't know if you had anything yeah no definitely um yeah you have to yeah think about think about the fact that these are people so you definitely want to treat them like people for sure um but someone in the case of Sam Maggs, uh, she's very excellent at her job. Yeah, all of these creatives are going to do the best that they can for these things. You know, whether you ultimately kind of agree with you know the direction they went with something, or whether you're happy with it, it's it's not through lack of trying. And obviously, um, Sam Maggs is very good at her job. She just uh, did the story for the newest Call of Duty game, which is you know arguably one of the uh, it's not even arguably it's one of the largest video game franchises <laughs> in the world and you know she was trusted to tell the story um in that game and a lot of other games uh ratchet and clank she did uh an add-on for the the playstation spider-man game a couple years ago um she wrote the story for anthem um and she's going to be writing the luke skywalker section of the upcoming the stories of jedi and sith that's coming out which i'm really looking forward to so yeah i'm really looking forward to that yeah, you have to just just let the creative people, you know, do their job. And then when that's all said and done, if you have constructive criticism and feedback, that's fine. But remember, you know, on the other end of the Twitter handle or the the newspaper article or whatever, uh, they're just people and they're doing their best and they're probably excited for the opportunity that they're being given. And yeah, uh, just be cool, as they say. Yeah, and... I mean, in our podcast, like, we make changes, you know, to the, what we lovingly call the KOTOR adaptation that's not happening cinematic universe. So, mm-hmm. um, I mean, we, we constantly kind of, like, tweak things and uh, we try to modernize KOTOR. Like, they're not just going to arbitrarily make changes to make people mad. Like, some things 
should be tweaked, you know, like to make a good uh, remake of a game from 2003 for, you know, an audience maybe like in 2023, you know, 20 years later, you know, like a good story and good characters, like that's going to look different. Like when things come out in different times and I, I, KOTOR is the crown jewel. They're not just going to like, chuck it you know they're gonna like uh Mm -hmm. i think i don't know i'm thinking of like a crown metaphor like they're gonna like lovingly you know like clean each jewel or i guess each gem you know i don't know i'm not like a right sure yeah um what is a gemologist or a a, (laughs) i'm not a person Uh, who deals with that stuff you know (laughs) Yeah, I I don't have any crowns and I have very few gems. But yeah, I mean they're not going they're not going to hire someone just because they're they're terrible. They're going to hire who they think is going to be best at this job. So so yeah, keep keep that in mind when you're when you're having your uh feedback. Yeah. And okay, I'm just going to okay, I'm going to try to salvage this metaphor, but um yeah, so they will clean each gem restore it uh, make it look good so like it'll it's the crown jewel you know like they're not gonna make it look ugly they're gonna do the best job they can and it's gonna be handled by professionals and I'm sure like people will love or like maybe not like all the sections but I think it's gonna be you know like a love letter to the original KOTOR, like something, a story that has meant so much to so many people, like until today, you know? And yeah, I'm definitely for it. I'm just excited. I'm not nervous. Maybe, maybe I should have some trepidation, but I honestly don't. I'm just excited for uh, more KOTOR in the future. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Just, just excited for it. Um, even if it's something that you that you want or you don't end up being happy with this one you you still have the one that you are happy with no one's you know taking that away from you or erasing it um so yeah i'm yeah. very much looking forward to it yeah so we kind of had a keanu reeves episode and then we tried to circle back to uh just like the our a message we have is just star wars is for everyone Darth Revan is for everyone and Knights of the Old Republic is for everyone and just be a good person you know like yeah just try just try to be a good person be selfless rather than selfish you know like just be cool you know (laughs) be good to other people yeah just be cool don't gatekeep and be kind when you're talking to people online or you know creatives or you know people that are handling this because um, at the end of the day, they are a person same as you. So, yeah. So, uh, with that in mind, we hope you have a great time viewing the Matrix Resurrections and have a good holiday. Uh, may the force be with you. That's right. May the force be with you. And you can find us on Instagram at Old Republic Podcast. And if you want to connect with me, I can be found on Instagram at Astro underscore Droid underscore. And if you want to connect with us on Twitter, we can be found at Old Republic Pod. On Patreon, the link is in our Instagram bio, or you can find it at www.patreon.com slash Old Republic Podcast. And the Old Republic Podcast can be found on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, as well as everywhere else that Anchor Podcasts are distributed. 
Subscription reviews and shares help us out. Our intro theme was composed by Dennis S. Mowers at DennisMowersMusic.com. Our outro theme was composed by Alistair Sherman at AlistairSounds.Wixsite.com forward slash Alistair Sounds. And our transition music was composed by Christian Walker at ChristianWalkerMusic.com. This episode of the Old Republic Podcast has been brought to you by Nikki Dog from Patreon. May the Force be with you. We will be back soon. Bye for now.